Welcome to Game On Girl. I'm your host, Dr. Regina McMenemy, and this is Season 3, Episode 5, Social Distancing, Comfort Watching, and Veronica Mars. So get your marshmallows out and let's talk about everybody's favorite girl detective. So stay tuned and thanks for listening to Game on Girl. So gentle listeners, I suspect that many of you are in a similar situation uh, these days, uh, practicing social distancing in the era of COVID-19, the new novel coronavirus that has swept the world, taken the world by storm in all the worst possible ways. (laughs) Um, As I found myself with a stay-at-home order from my state governor and a state of an emergency from our federal government, I found myself a little bit more time on my hands than I had expected to have in the second half of the spring semester. Um, as it usually works for me, that tends to be a busier time. I usually have a heavy amount of grading, a lot of cra- class prep, and getting my students ready and working in teams and my tech writing classes. And all of that became nullified. Um, a lot of the time I would have spent prepping was uh, disappeared. So... Um, And my anxiety went up quite a bit, (laughs) which is, again, not really a surprise. So I found myself with more time trying to figure out some ways of uh, finding comfort through one of the things I think can be truly powerful in our lives in general, but perhaps especially when we're experiencing stress can be pop culture. And so I started thinking about like, okay, what, what show can I watch? And I will admit that my go-to show when I'm experiencing high levels of stress is Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. Um, I've been through all seven seasons of Buffy um, six or seven times, probably, in my life. So I know I know it pretty well. Um, it definitely brings a high level of comfort, familiarity. Um, but for some reason, I just didn't feel like going back into Buffy. I'm not real sure why. It's been a while since the last time I watched it. Um, it might be because of some of the stuff that happened with Joss Whedon. I don't know. But it doesn't have the same allure or shine that it once had. So I started trying to kind of brainstorm, okay, what do I want to watch? I needed something um, that was familiar, but perhaps not as familiar as Buffy was, because Buffy is something, like I said, that I have that level of familiarity with. Um, and I know the characters and I've studied and I've uh, written a little bit about it and done presentations, etc. I wanted something that I didn't have quite as much baggage, maybe associated with it for me. And this process ended up being a little harder than I thought it would be. I I was resistant to a lot of the first ideas that I came up with. So I was, you know, kind of struggling for a little bit. So I started to think about um, what it was that was hitching for me and found a couple of things. I, I often do this in decision-making processes. I 
work backwards from what I know I don't want. So if I'm trying to pick a place to go out to dinner and I know, say, I don't want Thai food, I start there. I don't want Thai food or whatever else I don't want. I I work backwards from that. So I use that same process here. Okay, what were the things I didn't want to see in whatever show I decided to comfort watch through social distancing? So the first thing that I ruled out, I actually discussed with my friend Nanette, and we both decided that we were going to avoid anything dystopian <laughs> because the real world felt all too dystopian right now. So that ruled out a couple of other favorites, um, even at one that has new episodes right now. Westworld is airing, I think it's season three. Um, and I haven't been able to bring myself to watch that. Uh, I just, I just can't kind of get into the mindset for it. Um, it rolls out Firefly, which is another one of my like favorite Joss Whedon shows. Avoided that one. Um, and it rolls out like Handmaid's Tale, which I was not really considering, but, um, I would like to watch that again. And I'd like to watch it again before the next season of that show comes out. But I have no idea when I'm going to be comfortable enough to watch Handmaid's Tale. So then, okay, so nothing dystopian. So then what was the next layer of what I wanted to consider? And I decided that it had to be something that wasn't too emotionally stressful. Now, I didn't want no drama, but I wanted something that didn't feel like it put me through the emotional ringer. So that rolls out Game of Thrones, because all Game of Thrones is about is killing off your favorite characters. Um, and another, um, show that I watched at a kind of stressful time in my life that I realized was like adding to my stress, which was Battlestar Galactica, uh, which I love. And I think is like one of the best perhaps TV shows of all time, but I have wanted nothing to do with BSG. <laughs> like couldn't even think about what it would be like to go through some of the ups and downs of that. So nothing I was too emotionally invested in the first time I watched it and nothing that, um, that was going to bring about that kind of emotional reaction. And so lastly, I didn't want anything too violent or grotesque. Um, and so that cut out like bones. I couldn't, I couldn't really deal with, um, especially the later seasons of bones were really hyped up on like making things grotesque and violent with the deaths that they were exploring. And I wanted nothing to do with that. Um, and it also ruled out shows like the walking dead and breaking bad. Um, although again, breaking bad is one of my favorite shows. I think the five seasons of it is, are really kind of like outstanding TV, you know, as a whole, I couldn't imagine the stress of some of the, um, some of the violence and, um, that would kind of go a little on the emotionally stressful to emotionally stressful story as well. But some of the violence in Breaking Bad is pretty, um, pronounced. So this is eliminating a lot of kind of shows that I think I would have, I would enjoy watching perhaps again or, you know, kind of getting into, um, even new episodes. I'm still resistant to watching Picard for whatever reason, and I, they made it free on CBS All Access, and you didn't have to pay for a subscription for it, and I still can't quite bring myself to watch it. And as a pretty heavy-duty Star Trek fan, I'm not really sure what that's about, but there's definitely something going on there. Um, so then, after I did all that work and figured out, okay, these are the things I want to avoid... I started thinking about what it was that I did want. One of the things that's attractive to me about Buffy is the sort of monster of the week episodes, right? Where you have like a mystery that gets solved in an episode. Um, there's 
usually an overarching story as well, but each episode can kind of stand on its own and you still have that like satisfying conclusion of the, the murder or whatever is happening, whatever bad guy is there that week. So I was looking for something that still held that structure uh, and perhaps had the overarching storyline as well. Um, and most important, I think, to me in this process was to find characters that I identified with or that I really liked. Um, and so that was the piece that finally brought me back to what I ended up watching. And if you read the title of this um, episode, you'll know that that was Veronica Mars. Um, so I haven't watched Veronica Mars in years. I've only been through the first three seasons and the movie uh, one time. Um, and I remembered as I started watching it that um, I was watching Veronica Mars when I was writing my dissertation. Um, and I think it held a similar place. I think it really kind of something about its structure and its characters and its humor, uh, which was also something I was looking for, something that I really enjoyed the humor in, but wasn't a comedy like ha ha comedy. Um, you know, I really enjoyed that. And it really brought back some oddly fond memories of working on and writing my dissertation. Cause when I, when I wrote and came up with my care, my gamer types, um, Veronica Mars episodes were the break I was taking as I was going through the data that I had collected. So I kind of, all this kind of came back to me as I started watching the seasons. I had wanted to rewatch it because they did a new season four on Hulu and I had wanted to go back through it before I watched season four. And so it was even something I had already been thinking about watching and I had new episodes to watch. So it had a couple of like different things going on for it. Um, like I said, I love the characters. Veronica is one of my favorite characters, um, just kind of in general, her character. But the secondary characters in Veronica Mars are really outstanding. Uh, Mac, there's lots of just, even if they're not the most scrupulous characters, there's some really great, strong female characters in Veronica Mars. Um, and even though Veronica still ends up um, having to be rescued now and then. Uh, she really does outsmart a lot of the time and really is competent um, in what she does and a competent problem solver. So it was really enjoyable to go back and kind of watch her as a character again. Um, and it still had that structure where it had the overarching stories, but kind of the episodic storytelling as well. I didn't expect to be quite as emotionally moved by some of the overarching stories as I was. I knew the ends to most, most of them. I remembered who did what through the process. And I don't want to give too many spoilers, uh, maybe mild spoilers. This is an old show, so I don't usually feel too bad. I won't talk about season four. But um, like the end of season one that resolves like the big overarching mystery that has overshadowed the entire season. I got reasonably emotional about that, and I wasn't expecting to. And I felt the same way about season three and the overarching story in there where she's in um, on the college campus and she's solving sort of rape cases. Um, that was a pretty hard one to watch as well. Uh, so it was really interesting that, you know, I was still getting kind of the story, the, the wrapped up story experience, but having a somewhat emotional reaction to the stories, perhaps even more than I did when I originally watched it. So that led me to watching, um, at this point, I'm through the three original seasons and the movie that was kickstarted by the fans, the marshmallows. 
I, I had watched that once, and so I went through all of those. I'm currently in the middle of season four, uh, and it's my first time watching it. And I'm finding I don't have the same kind of um, comfort satisfaction with season four that I had with the other ones. I think because the writing was a little bit more consistent um, in the first three seasons and a little bit more lighthearted, there's a little bit more um, edginess to season four than we saw in the first three, probably because it's produced by Hulu as opposed to um, a TV uh, network. Um, so that's part of the reason why it's got like a little bit more of an edge to it. Um, it's really fun to see where the characters ended up and how their stories kind of unfolded and see some of them with kids and some of them with successful careers and um, to watch like the parade of villains that's in, you know, past villains that's in one episode. <laughs> um, and a lot of like, you know, uh, Veronica Mars was kind of in that Gilmore Girls thing where they they had lots of pop culture references or a lot of literary references and like one of the episodes I just watched there was a reference to you know an Alexa um so there's just you know there's a lot of kind of current uh, stuff in it that's really that's really funny and amusing um, but it definitely doesn't hold the same allure to me that the older episodes had so I've been tweeting uh, my my rewatch. Um, I have a long thread on my Twitter. So if you want to see like some of the pictures and the stills of some of the things that I've put up on Twitter, you can check that out. Um, and I'm continuing to add to the thread as I'm watching the episodes. Um, so make sure if you want if you want to see my process, I'll throw the link up to that on the website and go check that out. So what are you watching? Uh, what are you binging? What are you learning about? What are you enjoying? And even what are you kind of struggling with? Because it's definitely been um, a struggle for me with uh, some anxiety and some, um, you know, just uncertainty. It's really hard not to be anxious in such uncertain times. So what are you, how are you processing social distancing? Let me know. I'm really curious to hear if anybody else has had like the need to find a pop culture outlet <laughs> for their anxiety during social distancing. So uh, make sure to check out uh, the website, thegeekembassy.com. I'll have a post up with some pictures uh, and some links for this episode. And you can follow me on Twitter and hear all my musings and uh, talk to me about being a marshmallow if you're a marshmallow um, and a fan of Veronica Mars or anything else. I'd love to hear what your, what your pop culture favorites are right now. Um, and you'll get to see, I've already seen a spoiler, I won't say what it is, I've already seen a spoiler for big, the big thing that happens in season four. Um, so you'll get to see my reaction to that probably pretty close to real time from when I'm watching it. So uh, hit me up on Twitter at Zach Liz. And until next time, game on! <laughs> <laughs>